Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University, as well as the co-founder of Divisio, the all-new affiliate network for all niches. My co-founder of Divisio and Associate Dean at Directions University, Jack Humphrey, is also joining me. And we are in Orlando today at the Guerrilla Marketing Summit. Jack, are you having as much fun at Guerrilla Marketing as I am? Oh, yeah. It's uh, sort of like a family reunion <laughs> with a lot of people who really love Jay, Abra- uh, Jay Abraham Levinson and uh, and are here to celebrate him just as much as um, learning an awful lot uh, about marketing. I mean, just everybody you can think of is here. Uh, Joel Calm, we got to see Seth Godin yesterday. That's a first for me. I've never uh, been in the same room with him. It's really weird when you think about it. After all these years of reading and listening to him and seeing him on other stages uh, on video, uh, was very, very cool, um, among many other things. Yeah, it's just a fun time. Well, and it's been awesome as I'm walking around meeting people. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you were on the radio show. Oh, my gosh, you were on the radio show. I bet there's at least 25 past guests that are here with us this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. A lot of people that are uh, uh, meeting in person for the first time, uh, some of them known for uh, well over a decade now. Um, it's really good to see people like Armin Moran here. And uh, it's just really like old home week in a way. It really is. And... We have yet another fantastic guest for you guys today. Jack, who's with us today? We have Susie Pruden uh, from Itty Bitty Publishing here today. Is Susie, did we finally get her on? We did. Oh, well, we did. Susie has come and gone already. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hopefully she's just having connection issues and gets back here soon. Okay. Well, I'm going to go soak up as much of this Florida weather as I can and take it home to Indiana with me. I don't know if it's going to be enough to last me through the whole winter, but see if I can put it in a bottle. (laughs) Well, let's see if I can find her somewhere. (laughs) Where where did Susie go? Jack, I'm going to go see if I can't call her. I'm looking for a phone number. I will be back momentarily. Hopefully with Susie. All right. Well, we can just stay here and chat a little bit more about the event here. So everybody's here to, uh, this is a dream of Jay Conrad Levinson's, uh, to have a global summit. And as I understand it, they're getting ready to start um, chapters throughout the United States and I think throughout the world. Um, They really want to make it global. And guerrilla marketing chapters where people like in Atlanta and Orlando and L.A. and just about anywhere you can think of, you'd be able to go and get uh, connected with people in your area once the network is up and going. Uh, And 
continue the legacy, continue uh, what Jay started. And I think that's really exciting. Um, there's some pilot cities that are coming out uh, now on the West Coast, and I know Atlanta is one of the first. I think Orlando is one of the first. I'm not sure about New York, Chicago, places like that yet, but uh, there will be a new Guerrilla Marketing Network chapter coming to your area at some point, which is really cool. Uh, the people are really neat, and everybody who remembers Jay and, and learned so much from and continues to learn so much from him, all of his books, um, and his training uh, at the Guerrilla Marketing Headquarters uh, that still continues with his family running everything. You know, Jack, I was outside at like 2 o'clock this morning talking to Richard Weiler, who's one of the advisory members of Guerrilla Marketing, about the local chapters specifically. Directions mm-hmm. University has two local chapters, one in Atlanta and one in L.A., just at this conference, he has added five more hosts of local chapters. So it is growing quickly. Nice. Yeah, I, think I that's found one of the big... Susie and I found Susie and brought her back with me. <laughs> you brought her out from the darkness. <laughs> well, I was listening to the show and I thought I was on the wrong show. So I went away to find to call Jan to find out where I was supposed to go. While I was looking up her number, she called me. Uh, one way or, or Jack, another, we will find you. Why don't you give her the introduction <laughs> she deserves? All right. Susie Pruden is here with us today, everyone, and she is the author of 12 books, including the best-selling Susie Pruden's spot-reducing uh, itty-bitty weight loss book, Meta Fitness, Your Thoughts Taking Shape and Change Your Mind, Change Your Body, winner of the women's uh, of the Women in Business 1994-95, Most Inspirational Speaker Award, and the International Federation of Hypnotists 2001 Award for Excellence, and Integrated Therapies in 2006 Lifetime Achievement Award. My goodness, you're well awarded. Um, I am awarded. <laughs> she's been a guest expert on over a 1,000 radio and television shows, including Oprah, The Today Show, and Good Morning America. She works on proven strategies for achieving success in business and relationships, weight loss, and every area controlled by your mind. Susie's been featured on Oprah, who said, in order to heal your relationship with your body, you have to go inside. She now heads up Itty Bitty Publishing, who work with experts in many subjects who don't consider themselves writers, but can certainly talk about 15 steps of excellence in their field. So, Susie, my goodness, I think I had a little bit more introduction there, and I lost my screen at that's Hi, really okay. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I'm I'm happy to be back after I got lost for a moment. Yeah, that happens. We sometimes have little connection glitches, and uh, we always seem to work them out, no matter how much technology wants to baffle us. So I'll start off this morning with uh, the question I start with everybody. What gets you out of bed today? What are you excited about now? You know, that's a very, very funny question, and there's there's a story (laughs) to it. Um, I was at a networking meeting a number of years ago, and I had brought my sister with me, and that was the question that was asked going around the table, and everybody was coming up with something quite profound, and uh, the woman sitting next to me, Chelly Campbell, is is an extremely accomplished speaker. She talks about finance, 
And then I'm an extremely accomplished speaker, and I talk about all other kind of finance now and writing and stuff like that. But at the time, I was working with hypnosis and weight loss. And my sister was coming after me, and she was thinking, how on earth am I going to top these two? And um, so what she said, what gets her out of the morning, gets her out of bed in the morning, is that she has to go to the bathroom. And the entire (laughs) room lost it. Because of all the things that get us out of bed in the morning, I think that's the one thing that we all have in common. That's the first thing we have to do in the morning. After that, what keeps me going and um, really lights my fire, so to speak, is that I have a new company. And it's it's been an interesting process. Last year at this time, if you told me I'd be in publishing, I would have looked at you as if you had two heads. I know in, I was a writer, and I've written a lot of books. And I'm, I'm a presenter, I'm a speaker, I'm a coach. I'm always out in front. Now all of a sudden I'm behind, but I'm taking 50 years of experience that I've had and now giving it to my authors. I don't think I have ever been as excited about something that I'm doing ever in my life, even when I had my own television show on NBC in New York. This particular company has me so excited. I walk around the house saying, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm just happy. And uh, last year at this time, I wasn't. I was I was not happy with my business. It wasn't that I had a bad business. I had a wonderful business. But I just, it was time to make a change and I didn't know what to do. And so I basically do whatever what I always do when I don't know what to do. I ask God, and I said, okay, you know, could you bring me something that's bigger, better, makes a bigger difference, I'm going to have more fun, make more money, make other people money, and, um, and just to, uh, reach a lot more people. And during the Christmas holidays, the idea came to my sister and me, and we created Itty Bitty Publishing. Nice. You know, it's kind of... Uh, funny how people uh, come on. We have just such awesome guests all the time, on, and we're very, very lucky to have uh, guests like you. And it, it's a common refrain, um, what you just said about asking God, asking, uh, and if anybody wants to call it source or life source or whatever you want to, just asking the universe even for yeah. uh, what is the next thing for me, and I want it to be bigger. And you, and you kind of are just... <laughs> I've spent so long uh, teaching people the itty-bitty details of Internet marketing, <laughs> every every little aspect of marketing. And that's what people come to me now, today even, to find out. What, is, what do I do on social media? What, what, how do I build my website? What, do, right. what kind of hosting should I have? And then we have guests like you on who seem to just be ordering their next move and then all the little details just fall into place as they – should be directed by that next move that appears to you. For you, it was this time around, Itty Bitty Publishing. And and I don't hear you talking about any of the details associated with that. I know there's lots of details associated with it, but you don't seem to be bothered by that. That wasn't the first thing on your mind. Uh, and until you got the idea, I'm assuming, for Itty Bitty Publishing, you didn't worry about any of that stuff. How is this going to happen? Because there was no this yet. Now that there's a this, or once there was, how did the details flesh out after, was it a big stressful thing? Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to set up new sites, servers, 
um, all this stuff, or did it flow? That's a wonderful question because it's flowing. I it's as if it had a life of its own, and I I believe when things like that happen, that it's divinely guided. And I really do believe that this company is divinely guided. We had our first week when when we signed we have we started. Now this is November, so it's just eleven months ago, and we had two authors, my sister and myself, and we now have ninety authors. Now that's magic, as wow. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> It's huge. And do I worry about it? No. What I do is I sit down at my computer and I take care of it. So, okay, next, next. And, yes, we have uh, we have a new website. Well, we just said we needed a new website. So I called the person who handles that aspect of my life, and I said, can you create a new website? Now we have a new website. We have a new Facebook program. We have a new private Facebook program. We just had this last weekend, we had our first mastermind with every itty-bitty contract comes a business uh how do i describe this oh, let me start over we i believe that your book is a cornerstone for your business i do not believe as many people say your book is your business card yes it gives you credibility yes it's nice to say here's my book i do not believe in giving them away unless you have a purpose for that gift. I have one author who is in sales. What he does is he gives his books to the decision makers in the, he works with um, car dealerships. So he will give his book to the manager of the car dealership and the car, and that gentleman will then go out and buy um, 50 books for all his dealers. Mm. So, but it's not, you know, here's my book, Aren't I Terrific? I don't believe that. Really. Uh, this is a business. I have a uh, an author who didn't know she was going to write this book until our conversation. She has written a book on cannabis, 15 Ways to Use Cannabis for Healing. And that was my title because when she told me what she did, and she does many things, uh, being a cannabis dealer in Washington State, a cannabis distributor, um, she, she, um, I knew she had a book, and so I gave her the title, and now she calls her, and I gave her a, a business. Actually, I said, "Become the cannabis coach. Get the URL." She did, and now she's being invited to speak at cannabis conferences across the country, and she is known. And her book has only been out about a month and a half. She's known as a cannabis coach. So what we do with Itty Bitty is. Every time I talk to a, a new author, I automatically, it happens magically, see a business in the book. It's so yeah. much fun. It sounds fun. And, I mean, it sounds like a really good deal for the people who come in contact with you <laughs> when they it have is. ideas and then you're helping them and then this stuff moves so fast in your world. Your world seems to move. Uh, very quickly, but it sounds like it's also pretty efficient. Like, the universe answered your question, what's next, and provided with that uh, help with all of the details and how things would would uh, come about as well. It didn't just give you the idea, 
because something else is going on here. It's not just that you have a massive network of uh, of people and workers and you know that every every you know mechanic of the and the details are working out um, just by sheer brute force. There's something else there because as we all know, you can have all of your ducks in a row. You can feel like you do, and uh, there's a surprise waiting around the corner. Well, Every we, time you turn a corner, there's a potential for a surprise and something you're going to have to adjust to. And, uh, and we do. So, yeah. And, and we do. I mean, we do have things like that. We have stuff come up all the time, and it's like, okay, so what do we do now? Okay. And I'm very blessed that my business partner is my sister and that she understands the back end. I, I'm i the one that's out there marketing and selling, because I love it. I love to sell. And she's the one in the back who basically um, gets all the books together, edits. We have three editors, but she's the first, she's the one who sees the book first. And we mm-hmm. have, and it's 15 steps. I mean, seriously, it's 30 pages. It's an itty-bitty book. <laughs> and it, it's really and truly an itty-bitty book. And the first thing that happens is authors tend to write too much. So we help them write less. And What do you think um, about that in terms of the world and the way that, I mean, you know, when people write books, they seem sometimes to be more concerned with the number of pages yeah. than anything else and, and, and following convention, right? Yeah. If I'm yeah. going to write a book, it needs to be a half an inch or an inch thick. Uh, and there, and it's, I think people get so hung up on that stuff, and then trailblazers like you come along and go, you know what? A book can be 15 pages. So what? And you're you're demonstrating the same effect of someone who did 150 or 200 or 300 pages. The same effect if if this author is getting uh, on stages and doing all these things, and the book is 15 pages, then you've just blown the minds of the entire. They turned the publishing industry upside down. Well, that's what Bernie Dorman of CEO Space said when I showed it to him last March. We had, I think, four books by then. Um, when I showed it to him, and, and this was told to me this last weekend as well, he said, you're going to revolutionize publishing. It's not 15 pages. It actually comes to a total of about 45 pages, but it's 15 steps. Ah, and, right, right. Yeah. Well, still, and, 45, 15, and <laughs> Still itty bitty. Still fits the mold. And and the and, and the interesting thing is it it they're all they all look alike. They're all formatted exactly the same. It's so it's it's almost like what we do. It's so funny when we sign an author, we send them a how to write an itty bitty book book, and then mm. we send them an itty bitty book, and then we send them the template for the itty bitty book. And so it's it they we tell them if you will it's so funny please read the how to write an itty bitty book book you would be amazed to find out how many people don't do that they write mm-hmm. the book they send it to us we send it back and say now please read the how to write an itty bitty book book <laughs> they read the how to write the itty bitty book book and then they call us and they said maybe I should have done this first. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good idea. But it's it's just so much fun to get a phone call from an author when they get their book. The excitement that they 
that they're experiencing because they have a book and 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 they can say I wrote a book and they and 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 I have a pile of um papers on my desk I'm writing checks to authors today for money that they made on their book somebody said to me the other day you're the only publisher that I know that goes out of their way self you know self publishing publisher to really help your authors I say yeah and if you if if we help you and you're successful, we're successful. It's that simple. And so we have sales classes, we have VIP days, we have masterminds, and um, it's just it. As I said right off the bat in the beginning of this of this show, this is the most exciting thing I've ever done. It's because it's getting things done. I think. I mean, the. the it's so hard. The publishing world of old, of your, of your, <laughs> is 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 so hard. And when yeah. we, I mean, we freed ourselves from a lot of the traditional world when the internet came around, and we started to realize, hey, I don't have to go through that channel anymore. I don't have to squeeze through your uh, meat grinder uh, to come out the other side in the way that you say I should. I can do it any way that I want. I'm free to right. be my own boss, my own. But there are some things that just wouldn't let go that easy. And I think publishing is one of the biggies. They just, we would not let go of, and people are still really kind of confused about that. I mean, they might not walk around going, I'm confused. But if you talk to them, they're very confused sounding. They're like, well, I still have that book on my back. I mean, that's how they approach it. They're like, I'm still working on my book. And in, in, the, in the words and the energy in their voice, you're hearing, God, I wish I didn't still. Have, I wish I could find a way to get this book done because they're under the, they're still under the shackles and the old ideas of what publishing used to be, and that that's the only way that they're going to say that I'm a success if if I've got my book done as this big chunky long tome, um, which kind of flies in the face of this ADD world we live in now and solution oriented world we live in now. Uh, people just don't have the appetite for a giant Stephen King sized novel. Especially when it comes to business or or other well, things. Well, when it the comes to, or... yeah, when it comes to novels, I'm a I'll read a thousand page novel. I, I yeah. love novels, but when it comes to business, I want the information fast. I don't want to read three hundred pages. Right. Absolutely, don't want to read three. So what what I say to people when they say, well, tell me what. What is an itty bitty book? I say we're like the new dummies. The difference is that rather than reading um, 300 pages with a yellow highlighter, we are the yellow highlights. Yeah, yeah, we are the cliff notes. Yeah, I wrote my book. I just wrote the cliff notes of my book, so you wouldn't have to go out and buy the cliff notes to avoid reading what I poured my life and soul into for months and months and months. Right. And, and then, you know, I just couldn't bear the thought of you not reading it. So, yeah, it just, I, I don't know, that's that's a really cool thing. And I didn't know whether I should bring up the dummies thing because I didn't know if you thought that was a good thing or a, a bad thing. But well, I'm glad that you have great. now because I Dumb- thought of that. I was like, this is like the dummies guides for everybody, for all things, for any things. You know, and I guess dummies has, has expanded quite a bit. I think there's a dummies guy for just about everything on the planet now. And, but and that's but those are pretty intending. long books. They're very, very <laughs> long books, and they do have a definite place. But what yeah. we want to do is do the dummies versions of the and make them short books. 
so mm-hmm. that um, we really want to be able to um, give people the information they need in sound bites because people don't have time. They just you know, don't have time. I, I think Nor there's a lot of people who are bloggers that have thousands of times more information in their collective blog posts that they've been doing over the years that could be, uh, you know, mined for their itty-bitty book. Oh, that's an interesting. They don't even think of it that way. I mean, it's just a blog. It's just blog posts that I've done over the years. I don't, uh, I'm like, yeah, but what are your best, what's your best stuff? You have, like, lists of your very best posts and everything, and they would be like, yeah, I, I do. And I'm, I could easily tell them, well, just go get an itty-bitty book done. <laughs> We pay an affiliate fee. Everybody you send us gets ten percent of their of their uh, sign up fee. Oh right. Well then, there's <laughs> even more. But I mean, my goodness, information wants to be free and not literally, you know, monetarily free. But it just needs to be out there. It needs to get out there. And and yeah. and you are uh, a, a representation of how that is so true. And you're facilitating that. There's a yeah, lot more information that's probably not out there right now because people are so scared to get their dang book done because they want to do it in a traditional way. And and all the time that it's taken them to get it out, the world is not privy to whatever it is that they sat bolt upright in the bed at 3 in the morning when they got their idea for it. We right. still don't know because they're still struggling to get the word out. And, and, pe- and, you know, Bernard Shaw said one time when he was writing to someone, I don't remember, who this one person was, please excuse the length of this letter. I didn't have time to write a shorter one. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, I, kind of, I yeah, remember it, that. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, some people attribute it to Bernard Shaw. I do. Some people attribute it to Mark Twain. Whoever said it was right. It's much easier to write a long book, although... On some level, that's also an excuse not to get your book published than it is to write a short book. Um, but if you write the short book, you can get it out and get it into the market and get your get yourself out there. One of the things that Apple saw how they could turn, and this is what I want with my company, turn their book into a business. Because I love business. I've been in business since I'm 22. I opened up my first corporation when I was 22 in New York City. And I've been opening um, businesses and running businesses both successfully and unsuccessfully, I have both sides, um, for 50 years. And I wow. just think it's a hoot. Sum up your philosophy now that you have that track record to look back on. What's your philosophy of of being in business, being entrepreneurial, being uh, starting with an idea, chasing it until, it, you know, it comes to fruition, and, and what is it now that you know to be true from your experience that it is to be starting a business and to do it as elegantly and efficiently and make it an awesome experience? Does it have to hurt? No, it definitely doesn't have to hurt. If it hurts, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, seriously. I mean, business business can be easy and it can be difficult. There's both sides. I've had both experiences, and I, I prefer easy Itty Bitty Books right now is easy, and the reason it's easy is because it's the right, it's absolutely right on target. It's the right Mm -hmm. company. Um, I have had businesses that were very, very difficult, 
But my philosophy of business is follow up, follow through, pick up the phone, make the calls, get out of your way, and there will be times when you will be in your way. Uh, don't say, don't accept no for an answer. And no isn't no. No is just not now. And so, yeah. um, and be tenacious. You, you can't. And be aware that there are people like you in the world that defy convention. I just love that mo- the most. I love one of my favorite stories to read in the news uh, about business or about success or uh, personal or in- individual success is just stories like yours where you're proving to the world that there are other ways things can be done and there are always ways things can be done. And while it's said quite often that everything worth saying has already been said over and over and over again, a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking that's completely true or that's literal. And they're like, there's just no way. But then I, why do I meet people every single week on this show who defy convention constantly, regularly, gleefully, like you do, and create something in a world everybody thought there was nothing more to create in? In the publishing world, it was just the way it was, and now you've turned it upside down. Yep. And, and that is just the way it was until the blessed, blessed, blessed Internet. Yeah. And if it weren't for the internet, we would not have this company. Um, no. Because the internet has made this possible. The internet is changing everything. It, it's changing everything. And well, it so, opened our eyes. Well, it gave you know us what? opportunity. Yeah, but there were yeah, well, there were opportunity, and there were only so many sources of information before the internet. Right. And those sources now it's chose everywhere. what they wanted to report on. They chose what they wanted to talk about. Some would say that that, that, that that information was tightly controlled and held close so that it could be charged for, it could be limited in its access and everything else. Uh, so the conspiracy theorists were really happy too. But now yeah. everybody gets to talk to everybody. I mean, I can talk to you right now on a podcast and accelerate my learning. Uh, people can listen to it and accelerate their learning right here, right now. Right. And just what we've shared so far, what you've shared so far is um, – Something people can take and run with today, ideas in their own business, in their industry, whatever it is that they're doing, how can I just stop doing it? Where am I doing conventional stuff where I could be a little bit more trailblazing? I could be a little bit more creative because nobody's telling me what I have to do. Right. Now, I've always been a trailblazer. I've always been a first. And my sister said to me one day, we were talking about, this is a different company we were working on. She said, oh, good, we're pioneers. I said, Petey, we don't want to be pioneers anymore. I said, the, the pioneers don't make any money. They they create the whatever it is, and um, then everyone follows follows them. The people that follow them, they're the ones that make the money. So let's not follow. Let's. Uh, let, let's let's see if we can do something that isn't isn't trailblazing for once. But we we didn't follow my own advice, and now once again we're trailblazing. But it's um, <laughs> but we the inter, the another interesting thing about itty bitty books is we started making money from the get go. We are self funded. Nobody funded us. Yeah. So we are self funded, and we started making money right from the first week that we decided to do this business. And, well, you um, broke a giant rule there. I mean, that's you're you're in trouble. You're going to have to <laughs> answer for that to some governing I'm body sure. that says that I'm it sure. takes two years for a business to really become 
uh, healthy and whole or whatever the, the, the conventional wisdom is, you broke that rule too. Somebody's going to come to knock on your door and hand you a piece of paper saying cease and desist this trailblazingness you're doing here. Yes. I can't I can't help myself. It 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 it, it <laughs> it's just what happens. That's what I tell people when I start getting ideas and they look at me and they go, you know, it's sort of like, what just happened here? How'd you do that? I said I can't help myself. It just the ideas just fall out of my head. It is just fun. It business is fun. And another thing that that that. My one of my philosophies is is say yes and figure it out. Yeah. And right um, because people don't people have different contexts. They the, the person asking the question doesn't even know yet the true weight of what you're bringing to bear when you say yes. And you guys don't have yeah. to. If you didn't say yes, you would walk. You would part ways. It was since you said yes, you're going to have to get back together and really figure this stuff out. And they're going to learn things from you, and they're probably going to change a little bit. And you're probably going to change a little bit too, knowing more about them, about how to solve the problem that you came together to solve or do right. the thing it is that you wanted to do in the first place. It won't be the way either of you thought it was when you first talked on the phone. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great project. Let's work on that. I found that it's never, ever what you think it's going to be on the surface when something, when two synergistic people get together or a group of people get together um, and they just blow each other's minds when those things yeah. happen. I'm kind of addicted to those kinds of projects when those things come up. And I totally agree. Yes. <laughs> Let's work yeah. together and then figure it out. And figure it out. And and because unless you say yes, it's a no. I mean, that's that's the obvious, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's a no, then, you know, you're stuck in the no. So by saying yes, you have an opportunity to create something that you wouldn't otherwise have had an opportunity to create. And saying yes is more fun than saying no. So I bet you have a different philosophy. Uh, This is traffic masters, after all. We do tend to talk at some point about how you gain attention, how you get people to listen to you, to want to listen to you, to come to your websites, uh, for Google to rank you in search and we can we tend to stay away from the technical how-to stuff here, um, which is great because nobody really wants to talk about that because everybody we talk to, it, it's weird. They don't worry about it in the way that you if you just landed here from another planet and you started reading uh, the Internet, it looks like there's a huge, huge information gap because there's so many self-help guides and, you know, things for how to do well on social media, how to uh, get into Google, how to get people. You would think... Um, that we are just really desperate to find things out like that. But then when I talk to people on Tuesdays, none of you guys really talk in detail about that. The attention comes from the passion is what I'm finding. Is that what you would attribute uh, your success and how you're able to show up in the, on all the stages you want to show up on and uh, people are finding your sites uh, just fine and you have plenty of attention? How does it feel to you? Uh, it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in the moment. Um, how do I? Well, first of all, I tend to be very visible when when I'm at a net, and I'm funny. And um, when I'm at a networking meeting, I put myself out there. I tell this to my clients. I said, ask to to present. I'm always asking to be on people's stages. Sometimes I get on the stages, sometimes I don't, but I always ask. And I believe in the premise 
always ask. It's it's always no unless you ask. So since it's a no, if you don't ask, why not take this chance and ask? So that's one of my philosophies, always ask. I, I used it as a teaching tool this weekend at my mastermind. One of my clients kept asking me if she could present and uh, because she wanted to market a particular product. And that's not what the mastermind was about. But she kept asking me, so I used it as a teaching tool. I put her up on stage. I had her on stage. And... Um, I said, she was such a pest, I put her on stage. And, <laughs> but, but that's one, one way. I get on as many stages as possible. Um, yeah. I'm also, uh, so the other thing is that on for itty-bitty, what we're doing in terms of the Internet, every single author, and we now have, well, we have 90, but 30 of them are coming from one particular company, Every single author is required to write a blog twice a month. And the reason that is is because the spiders love the blogs. Mm -hmm. And so we have topics from astrology to zoology, so to speak. So the spiders are really happy because all our content is continuously different. And so not only are is itty-bitty, ranking higher and higher all the time, but so are all of my authors because we are having, they're connected to all the other authors. And that That's, is incredibly important. That's, uh, there are several of the 200 and plus ranking factors in Google that take into account different individual proven uh, identities, meaning different people. So that you've, if you've got 90 authors, you've got a network that's not just 90 times powerful because there's 90 different people who can potentially, who have their own Facebook feeds, who have their own pages, who have right. all these different signals that they can individually send to Google that right. anybody is awesome. It's way, way bigger than that. It's actually exponentially bigger than that. But the point oh, is cute. that the group, the group thing is a big, big deal, and you're not trying to load all the responsibility for the attention that you get, the rankings that you get on the back of itty-bitty itself and whatever you can muster together in terms of staff and trickery and hiring SEO guys and things like that. We don't have SEO way... guys. Right. You don't need them. We don't well, need you them. You do have SEO guys. You have 90 they... SEO guys. 90. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> we were, we're, there were only 30 people who could come to the Mastermind this last weekend, but that's 60 blogs a month. Yeah. Not, yeah, that's, 60 that's blogs a, powerhouse. a month. From, from that's that... a powerhouse. And then so we spent time on Sunday writing blogs because th mm -hmm. these are people who are not professionals in um, the blogging industry, so to speak. These are people who are regular people who happen to have an expertise in a subject who now have a blog, who, and they said it was so cute. One person said, but it's so short. I said, good. <laughs> yeah. Itty-bitty blog posts. It's an itty-bitty blog post. I said, we only want 100 to 250 words. That's all we want. I When I'm online, I don't want to read a long something or other. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't have the interest, and I don't want to take the time. I, well, it's how, messed like, up, how messed up would it be if, if your author's blog posts were longer than their itty-bitty books? 
that would kind of be, I, w- I would have a question about that for you. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it would be. So, so what we tell them is keep it short, keep it simple, keep it direct, keep it informational, keep it interesting, and keep people wanting more. You know, it's like going to yeah. a party. You want to leave while you're still having a good time. Mm-hmm. And you want to leave while people are still enjoying you. And so you leave early. Yeah. I don't mean early, early. It's just, you know, leave it at a time when people want more of you. Then they invite oh, you great, back. Great demonstration of that yesterday. Uh, as Seth Godin had to run pretty much off the stage after a group picture to catch his next flight, um, there was a there was a longing in that room for him to stay. And right. I, I, I don't know. I can't read his mind or anything, but it almost seemed like, I mean, this is Jay. This is his best friend for from decades and decades, and and this is a celebration of his best friend's uh, life as much as anything else. And I kind of thought I at least want to think that he wanted to stay a little bit longer too. But <laughs> but it was better than if it was like, oh man, this is getting uncomfortable. Seth's still here, and we're out of questions, and he's looking at us funny, and we're looking at him. I mean, he, you know, that was a beautiful personification. That was how it happened yesterday. What you just described. Yeah, and so so well, and so we're teaching people how to market, how to sell, how to um, position themselves as the expert, and it's working. Yeah, I love it. So, Me too. Uh, <laughs> it's really very organic, and I'm I'm starting to think that there's a you know there's always crests and waves and pendulum swings back and forth and the things that people are interested in, the things that people teach, and that we're all learning about um, marketing ourselves and getting attention, being the expert, all of that. One of the things that didn't occur to me in the first 10 years that I was on the Internet was how organic it might end up seeming, becoming. And it really today feels like, wow, it's really truly more organic. It's like a combination of technology and biology. It's not what it was in the first 10 years for me, it was just pushing buttons. It was, okay, if you want yeah. this many people to come, you got to go do this on uh, your pages to get this many people from search. And that, those were my books. Those, that was my training. Those were my membership sites were full of that kind of training. And we all thought that way. And what I'm really loving now, because I would hate for everything to just stay the same. I would hate to have to teach things the way I did back then. Still today, it would be boring. And it feels right. like it's more organic. And you are just the kind of person who's proving my point. It feels you, you know that there's technology, you know that there are techniques that you should use that are best practices, but in the sum total of everything that you do, it just feels really organic because there's something really truly being done in the world. And it's not just a business that needs to turn profits for shareholders or something. It's more than that. It's doing something in the world with people who are passionate about getting the word out. Yep. And therefore, it, it just means more. And so people have to be drawn to something that means that much. Do you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why this is like a wildfire. It's taken off. And it is totally organic in terms of how it started, um, how it's growing. And um, I have no idea, seriously, where it's going. And... um are you are I'm you scared like, about that? Are you nervous no, about that? You're totally taking all. it in stride. Yeah. Well, why would I? I mean, let's see. I used to have a lot. When I had my weight loss 
centers. I have the hypnosis centers here in Los Angeles. I had four of them. In order to stay open, and I was a hypnotherapist, we had to bring in forty to $50,000 a month. And for a hypnotherapist, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I was scared then. With this company, there I have absolutely no fear. I know, I know it's going to work. I know it's working. I, no matter where I go, no matter where I go, I get an itty bitty author. No matter mm-hmm. where I go, someone says, "Well, I have an idea," and if we haven't published it yet, I say, "Well, what is it?" And maybe we should publish it. And then they tell me, and most times it's something that we can publish. And so. That's how it happens. I was at a networking meeting last week, and someone said, well, I had this idea. I said, it sounds like a good one. And um, she signed up right then, gave me a check, or rather gave me her credit card, and now she's a nitty-bitty author. It's that fast. And Mm. so, um, you know, that Susan Jeffers wrote a book in the 80s called Feel Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Fear is not going to go away. You gave fear the job to scare you. That's fear's job. And so when people say, I can't do something because I'm afraid, well, fear is just doing its job too well then. You know, mm. you, have to, you have to say, I gave fear a new job. When fear was scaring me so much, it was, it was basically causing um, a feeling of being unable to move. I was so scared. And so I thought, you know, this is not working. So I gave fear a new job, which may sound like a very silly thing to do, but it worked. And um, I gave fear the job, and it was a process. It was an inner process. And I gave fear the job of empowering me. And uh, so now when I started to get scared, I say to fear, uh, excuse me, that's your old job title. You have a new job title. It's called empowerment. <laughs> and I'm going to hire you for this job now. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I called it a promotion because I wanted fear to feel good about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. Nice. But, you know, it's it's just you know we have to be um, creative with ourselves because we, if we we could all get caught up in our in whatever we make up. And since I know we make it all up, I tell my clients, I say, so since you make it up, what do you want to make up? You're always going to get to be right. What would you like to be right about? Yeah. I've learned an awful lot from the Discovery Channel and nature shows, things like that over the decades. I've just always loved those shows. I love watching, uh, you know, an animal who's evolved over the millennia to look like a leaf. Uh and or a fish or a crab that can decorate itself with shells and put stuff on its back to look like the bottom of the seafloor. It figured that out with a brain the size of of nothing, of a piece of dust. Right. <laughs> Did all of that stuff. I love that. And it taught me that there's no rules except for the rule of expansion, of growth, of of continuing on, of evolution, of those kinds of things. We're just here to expand, right? I, right? I just feel like that. That's how an idea whose time has come landed in your lap. And yep. after you ask the universe, that's expansion. That's a time. And that is really the key ingredient to the whole formula of how you got 90 authors in 11 months. There's no way in conventional, <laughs> and certainly in the conventional publishing world, that that can happen that fast. It's I know the it, idea that had come, the time had come, and it has to happen. Doesn't it feel like it 
itty bitty just has to be happening like it has. Yes. And yes. Yes. And like it, it, it's your idea, and everybody's giving you credit for it and everything, but it's also uh, it just has to happen. Somebody had to do this, and I feel like I'm part of it, not just the the, the conceiver of it. Is that somewhat yes. true? Yeah. It 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 built it it created itself, so to speak. It's 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 kind of like I got out of the way. And and that's why it's it's grown as fast as it's grown and continues to grow. And um you know, as I say, no matter where I go, I get authors. No matter where I go. All I have to do is say I have a publishing house, this is what it is. We are the new dummies only, you know, we're the cliff notes, et cetera. And someone says, well, I could do a book like that. And I say, yeah, you can. And the wonderful thing is the people who are writing the books are getting recognition and getting opportunities to speak and getting opportunities to be out in the world, whereas before they weren't. So it's making a difference in that way, too. Yeah. It sort of makes you feel like a vessel for it, doesn't it? When you when am, you're onto yeah. something like this, you just you feel as much. It's like yeah, that's me, and I have you know this title with the company, and it's my company and all. But you feel like you're a vessel because things happen, and you can't understand. I don't know that I directly set that thing in motion. Yet here it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had no idea. My sister and I both after after the seminar this last weekend after the mastermind, we we went out to dinner, and the two of us sat there in a sense scratching our heads. It's like. Did that just happen? Because it was yeah. magical. The whole weekend was magical. And things I love happened those in, in yeah, it was the whole weekend was magical. People were getting information, popping, you know, ideas were 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 flying. And um and people didn't know that they could do what they can do. And that's another exciting thing about this project program is that people are doing Things that they never thought they they never dreamed that they could do. How do you and, how do you feel like this is going to change the world, or it's already started to change the world in a TEDx kind of way, where information well, is just yes. now flying, and and you're facilitating that? What's your vision for how this looks in 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 well, ten more, a, or eleven more months, or ten years? Well, we we will have you're going to laugh at this next year. We're having an itty-bitty conference for our, our itty-bitty authors where they're going to do itty-bitty presentations on a big stage, um, which we'll, we will um, record so that we will have itty-bitty programs like TEDx where people can get inf- itty-bitty information stuff. We have that. Yeah. We have the... I have a network that I'm I'm negotiating with right now where we will have the itty bitty radio network where people will have itty bitty shows it, and um again people don't have time to spend a lot of time listening and um they they want it, their information quickly so we have itty bitty radio we have itty bitty uh seminars we have itty bitty conferences. It's all itty bitty because it's all quick, easy, and um, it's sort of like get in, get out, get your information, and get on with your and get on with your life. As huh? I was waiting for this interview this morning, I was flipping around in the hotel room here. Uh, I went to HBO and that Johnny Depp movie about uh, transcendentalism. I can't remember the the name of it, uh, but I had seen it before. I'm like, this is really cool. But I'm looking at it with new eyes today. 
And I'm thinking of one part of that movie, which was all the nanites that he created in the movie as a, as, as a computer that would go into people's bodies and fix things and would go out into the world and just start fixing things that were wrong with the environment, with trees, forests, growing things, all this stuff. And I don't know why, but I keep thinking about that as we're talking about itty-bitty and thinking that there is small individual things going on here, but there's also a giant collective of information that you're beginning to amass Yes, that is no nonsense, very easy to consume, and it's almost like if you did this for 90 years, you would have, I would think, a pretty good <laughs> user's manual of how the earth works. All together, if you connected everything together, right? All the itty-bitties together That's make a biggie-biggie. It's a biggie-biggie, itty-bitty, yeah. We've been teased about it's a big idea, this itty-bitty idea. It's a yeah. big idea. Yeah, we know. And that's why we're having so much fun, because we do see we do see it. We we really do see it. It's it's um, it's massive. It's it's massive, and it's it's growing. It's got as I you know as I say wherever I go, people want to do books, and and we're excited. We we have we have one author. This is so outrageous. We have one author who wrote a book uh, on how to write a dissertation. And she's a college professor, and she took the manuscript to one of her professors in the college and said, what if we did a pilot study on this book and turn it into a college course, which they're doing. Wow. Which means that that itty-bitty book could become a college course across the country. That itty-bitty idea. So the evolution of the idea of publishing is is a heck of a teacher, my goodness. I mean, because that would be a score in the traditional publishing world. If you poured your experience into a book that just you had to sweat, tears, everything get done in the traditional way, this is your opus. You can't mess this up. You only have one or two of these in your whole lifetime that you're going to do this. You put all that pressure on yourself, and that's the only way you can get a college course made out of something. That's the kind of effort you've got to put into. This is traditional, conventional wisdom. That's the kind of effort you have to put into something in order to get something that big on the other yeah. end. And yeah. you're proving that is absolutely wrong. That right. if people come and look at an itty-bitty book, and, the, see, they've already changed their minds with Ted, right? You've got 15 minutes for your all your life's work and everything you've worked on up until this point. You've got 15 minutes on that stage to yep. blow not only the minds in the crowd, but the minds of everybody who's going to be watching that video. And everybody's like, you can't do that. I have to hold a three-hour session at Harvard. You know, I have to. That's how we convey our information. It's not true, and you're proving that it's not true that somebody can go all the way up to a college course and, and all kinds of other things, I'm sure, uh, in the works with your other authors, all starting from an itty-bitty, small, concise book. Yep. So, what, for example, with Kat and the marijuana book, and I told her, I said, look, you have an opportunity now to really make a difference because cannabis is going to be legal across this country within, I mean, everywhere in the next couple of years, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so what her next book is, How Do You Talk to Your Children About Cannabis? The book after that is How Do You Use Edibles So That You Don't 
you know, hurt yourself or whatever. So she has become, and this is out of nowhere, right? She has become the cannabis coach, and she is being invited to speak. This was not in her. Uh, this was not in her playbook. She is a um, a woman who is a disabled vet. She was in um, Desert Storm, and uh, she is a coach. She works in spirituality, and she was so funny when she. I did not know this when I met her. She said, "And I'm a cannabis uh, marijuana distributor." So I asked her. I said, well, Kat, of all the things that you do, which is the low-hanging fruit? Because that's what I ask all my authors, because they all have lots of ideas. And she kind of said, well, well, what do you mean? I said, well, low-hanging fruit means where will people be the most interested in your book and where will you make the most money? And she couldn't think of it. She said, coaching? I said, Kat, it's pot. She said, really? I said, yeah, and then I gave her her title. I said, how does it sound to write a book? Um, your amazing itty-bitty marijuana book, 15 Ways to Use Cannabis for Healing. Because that's what cannabis is being used for. Yeah. And um, and people who are who are using that, are using cannabis for healing, need to know the, 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 how to do it. So, it was just that simple. What's the low-hanging fruit? So I ask everybody, what's the low-hanging fruit in your industry? Yeah. Where are people going to be? I have one author who wrote a book on how to avoid being audited by the by the IRS. And that's an important book. Yeah, it is. So here we have these itty-bitty books that are important. And yeah, we and are collectively gonna... can be chained together. I'm still into this chained together idea because well, we did that over the weekend. You're absolutely correct. We have uh, we have several people who are in the accounting industry, and so we are putting their books together and selling them as as sets. So you have one book on QuickBooks, one book on um, business uh, setting up your business um, tax system and one book on how to avoid being um, audited by the IRS, another book on, um, what's the other book, Uh, how to run your back office. These books are all going in a set, so you're absolutely correct. Susie, this has been an amazing show. I am going to be yelling at You have to write an itty-bitty book. Oh, I'm going to. You better believe it. This makes me feel a lot better about all the little books in my head that were not so little and very, very hard to figure out how I was going to get them out because I was still thinking in the traditional sense about it. So you better believe it. Where will I go to find out more information? There's two ways to do it. You can go to itty-bitty-publishing.com and, there's a, and, and write info at itty-bitty-publishing.com and say, I, yes, I want to write an itty-bitty book and what your topic is, and we will get back to you on that. Or call me directly, 310 310- Six four zero eight 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 five. We are a pay-to-play publishing company, so you mm-hmm. do pay us to publish your book. But unlike most pay-to-play publishing houses, we pay you a royalty, and um, and we help you market your books. It, it makes sense for us to do that. So you can either call me three one zero six four zero eight 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 five. You can contact me through the Internet. 
um, go to Itty Bitty Publishing, not IttyBittyBooks.com. That's the, um, an English company, and they, their books are children's books, and they are Itty Bitty. Um, literally. I mean, literally, <laughs> they're like three inches by three inches. Um, we, and I can not. attest to the fact that you really do answer your phone, because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to get you back on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jan. And um, Gina. <clears throat> oh, Gina. Okay. Yes. Thank. Thank you. Um, yeah, you wouldn't have. Get, I didn't know. I, I heard all this other stuff, and I thought I, I must be on the wrong show. So anyway, <laughs> well, I'm so we, we were glad we got you back, Susie. I'm glad you got me back too. It gave me an opportunity to just sit here and and tell about my business and and. Uh, talk about something that I'm really passionate about. Well, if there is anything Jack and I can do to help you or your authors, please just let us know. I Fantastic will. show, guys. Thank and you. We and we will be back. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'll, I will introduce my authors to you, and you may find that their topics is some are some are things that you would be interested in for your listeners. Absolutely. I would think we would. That would be awesome, Susie. Send them over. Okie dokie. I will do so. And we will be back next week, same time, same place, for another episode of Traffic Masters. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success.